Mate, did we watch a thing this week? Yeah, we did. Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Watched a Thing. I'm Billy. Hey, Billy. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? And what's your name? I'm Topher. How are you going, buddy? Oh, uh, nothing a bit more coffee wouldn't cure. Yeah. A bit lacking in coffee, but that's, you know, that's... I mostly want more coffee, so that's nothing really strange. And it's daylight savings today, so we lost an hour, so it feels even earlier than usual. Well, <laughs> you were the one that told me let's do it at this time. Yeah. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> But at least we've got something awesome to talk about, because what do we watch this week? We saw new crap fest, I mean comic book film, Venom. Oh, this is going to be a fun one. (laughs) (laughs) We did. We saw Venom, directed by Ruben Fleischer from a screenplay by Scott Rosenberg, Jeff Pinkner and Kelly Marcel. Stars Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock slash Venom, alongside Michelle Williams, Riz Ahmed, Scott Hayes and Reed Scott. Let's get into it. Let's do it. So, did you hear? Um, did you see or hear anything about the the story that because in the states, Venom opened against A Star Is Born, right? And the little monsters I'd seen had been out doing fake reviews, bagging Venom, so that yeah. more people would go to A, a Star, Star Is Born. Yeah, and I was like, you didn't need to. <laughs> I think they did. I think they did because <laughs> um because this movie's real bad. I disagree 100%, and I knew this was going to happen. I knew that you would side with the critics because you're a dickhead like that. Because I have taste? Is that no. what you're getting at? No, because honestly, I watched this movie, and I I could not- I was dumbfounded by the reviews. I feel like I must have watched a different movie to the critics. I just don't understand it at I was, all. I was sitting there watching it going, I don't know how I could enjoy this film. All right. <laughs> so, this is going to be fun. I knew this would happen. I mean, first off- it's unfair to compare anyone to Topher Grace's Venom. <laughs> Your namesake, so, as it were. <laughs> the film's getting off on the wrong foot straight away. <laughs> unfair to compare anything to Spider-Man 3, as oh, we know. This is so much better than <laughs> Spider-Man 3, mate. <laughs> so, I, I steeled myself for this due to low expectations. I hadn't seen any trailers or anything, but I've, I've heard you tell me how bad it was. I saw the reviews coming in. It, it was at 31 on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's dropped down into the high 20s now. Um, although audience scores are much higher, audience scores it's in the 80s on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got 7.5 on IMDb. So I still, I, I actually pulled a tofa. I snuck some beers into this movie because I was like, beers? I, I think I'm going to need it. root beers. Okay, alcoholic root beers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're the best. By the way, I searched for so long. <laughs> Our American <laughs> listeners won't understand my pain, but root beer just doesn't really exist here. But these are these are Australian brewed. Root beers. Really yep. good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should have had some. Yeah, well, it sounds like it because I didn't need them. <laughs> <laughs> I I just I thought it was a really fun romp. It was nice and tight. The action was good. The comedy was good. I actually laughed out loud, which is more than I can say for a lot of other comic book movies. If this was an MCU film, it would be in my top 10 easily. It's better than half of the current MCU films, and it's better than anything DC have put out except for Wonder Woman. I did enjoy the, you know, there's the line where Michelle Williams, when they're in the car and Michelle Williams' character says to Eddie Brock, so like noise is your kryptonite or something. I was like, that was good of them to just- you just slide in a DC reference <laughs> yeah. so that it's like, hey, it could be worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and I, I was going to see this movie with my wife. And then when I Googled the runtime and it said two hours 20, she was like, no, I'm not sitting through that. But 
it was only an hour and a half, like bang on. And it was perfect. Tell us your so, thoughts. Well, I think the film is like tonally an absolute mess. I feel like a lot of the film wants to be what they originally wanted to do, which was an R-rated. They were like, hey, Logan worked. Let's make Venom R-rated. And it's like the bones of that project is still there, but stripped back into this bro-y thing with Venom. I think Venom needs- the entity that is Venom should scare the living crap out of Eddie Brock, not be this- he's like a frat boy. Yeah, I liked all of their interactions. All the dialogue between Eddie and Venom I thought was actually really well done. I think there was two bits of their interaction that I liked. There was- when Venom tells him to jump out of the window, yeah, and then he says, and it cuts to, and it cuts to that. That was that was a good moment, and I think there was one other bit where I was like, oh yeah, I liked that. I like I liked all of it. when they were fighting the bad guys, and and Venom was like, let's bite off their heads and put them in a pile in the corner, and Eddie was like, why would we do that? Pile of heads, pile of bodies. <laughs> I don't know. It just it made me laugh. I'm glad it worked for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and some of it stems from the fact that I have no, in- I don't care about Eddie Brock at all. I, I wasn't expect when the movie started, I wasn't into it because I was like, I don't know if Tom Hardy is right for Eddie. His characterization seemed a little weird at first to me, but it really grew on me. It really in those first kind of twenty minutes when you kind of introduced to his character and everything, it grew on me. I enjoyed it. So and I'm like I'm a Tom Hardy fan, but in this like when when his fiance ditches him. He he looks like a doctor's just told him his blood pressure is 140 over 95. He looks kind of concerned, but that's about it. Well, I, I don't know much about medicine, so I don't know if that's a good blood pressure or a bad Yours would blood. be higher than that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd probably look like him, just, you know, not concerned. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not, not ideal, but <laughs> we'll overcome that. <laughs> No, I thought I actually really rate the performances in this film. I thought he was great. I had no idea Michelle Williams was in this movie, and I thought she was wonderful as always because it's Michelle Williams. Are you serious? I'm serious. I was sitting there going, maybe the most remarkable thing about this film is how do you make Michelle Williams look like she doesn't have talent? Because Mich- I fucking love Michelle Williams. Yeah, and in this, I don't blame her at all. There's bits of dialogue that she has to do where I'm just like, oh, that's just unkind. I, I honestly thought most of the dialogue was fine. I think oh, the few issues I have are, are kind of little plot things. You know, I think there's a few flaws in the, the narrative, but I didn't care enough that it bothered me. good <laughs> <laughs> Like, you, you spoke earlier about the, the action scenes, which I thought were largely rubbish. Um, and, like, the, the car chase. Like, I'd well, a week before watching this, a week or two before watching this, I'd watched Tom Hardy in Fury Road again. And, like, there's this car chase sequence in this where I'm just like, I like, I dare you to conceive of a shot that lasts more than 30 frames. Like, seriously. That is Maybe rubbish. actually put together a sequence rather than just cutting you every don't second know and a half. what you're saying. It, that sequence is garbage. You went into this movie expecting to hate it and you did. And it was delivered on. <laughs> no, no. I, I actually thought that the action was largely very well done. I thought the visuals were really nice. I liked the design of Venom. I liked all of the visual effects. There was a lot of good consistency there. And the action scenes, I thought, really delivered well. The design of Venom, I certainly have no beef with. Like, Venom from the comic books is a cool-looking monster. Yeah. So, tick. I 
didn't like the, you know, when he, you know, he comes out like a hand puppet and, and talks to him. Yeah. I think that kind of wavy, necky type thing, I think that's going to date pretty horribly. Like his head in that bit, I think is okay. But just that. The way he extrudes. The, the wavy, the necky type thing. I was like, uh, yeah. Nah. I was on board with it. I think it, um, I, I would have liked the film to have a shred more respect for the audience in certain bits as well. Like, you know how anyone who's got a parasite, a, a symbiote in them, yeah, they do that, that eye, eye thing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, there's certain points where the little girl is infected yeah. and like it does the eye thing. And I'm like, we know. Yeah. We, we know, movie. We don't need the eye thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but consistency's sake. Like, I'm all, I'm all right with it doing the eye thing because- you know, sure, you could see it as it's looking at the audience as dumb and it's confirming for us that, yeah, there's an alien in there. But also, if it didn't do the eye thing, like- it Are you telling that- me you wouldn't have known that that little girl had- No, I'm not saying I wouldn't have known. I'm saying that that is, that is something that this entity does. That's something that the alien does. We've seen it do it. If it didn't do it, it would be inconsistent with itself. Sure. You could say that that's just the movie looking at the audience as idiots and saying, yeah, we need to remind you that there's an alien in here. It is. But sometimes that's just part of the character design. Reminder. <laughs> point, point an arrow at me and be like, I've got an alien in me. Yeah. In case you couldn't tell from the fact that I'm walking around like a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one thing I thought too was with that little girl. who. So, there's kind of- You got your two symbiotes in this film. You got Venom and- Riot? And Riot starts over in Malaysia. <laughs> when it- At one point in the film, it just cuts to six months later. And you just go, what was Riot doing in those six months? Walking slowly, I guess. Yes, because just before that, he inhabits that old woman at the market. And then six months later, she rocks up at an airport. And you just kind of sit there going, what happened to him in those six months? They really only flashed forward six months so that we could see that Eddie was- you know, shaken up by his fiance leaving him. I think I'd rather and have the seen rest of the plot kind of what that old woman did months. for six months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you tell me? Um, so, so in the film, which is set in San Francisco, they mention they do mention the paper that Eddie Brock used to work for in New York. Is that Peter Parker's paper? I must have missed that reference. Okay. I didn't hear that. I assumed it but was the, the the paper he worked for was the Daily Bugle. I don't now. I don't. I don't actually remember <laughs> what the paper was. I just remember hearing it and going, "Oh, I wonder if that is yeah that newspaper." Yeah, and I was hoping you'd clear that up for me, but that didn't happen. No, <laughs> <laughs> another disappointment. <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> the the relationship between the entities that are Venom and Riot. Yeah, for me, it boiled down to Venom doesn't like Riot because Riot's the cool kid. Yeah, pretty much. Like, really? You're going to base this whole thing of this film about these two things going at it is because you're kind of a loser too and writes the cool kid? The thing about Venom is that Venom isn't really a hero or a villain or an anti-hero or any of those things. Venom looks out for Venom. And so that whole fight was just because Venom decided that he wanted to hang out there longer. He liked it. Yeah, I heard him say that. Yeah. He explained that very nicely. <laughs> <laughs> but so what? what's wrong with that? I just wanted something more than I don't like him because he's the cool kid. If it had more than that, you'd be like, oh, the stakes are too high. It's ridiculous. End of the world. That's never going to happen. Like, 
You know what could overcome that for me, though? What? A good movie. <laughs> either way, either way, if you just make the movie well, that'll work for me. I li- I honestly liked it, you know, and I saw last week Tom Hardy come out saying about how they'd cut 40 minutes out of the movie and that was his favourite bit and stuff. Fuck you, Tom Hardy. An hour and a half is a perfect length. This was a wonderful length for a movie, and I don't think it would have added anything by having extra stuff in there. It might have been cool stuff. Could have been. Like the length. Like, yeah, I'm with you. The length is fine. Yeah. But maybe what he's saying is that there's really good stuff in that 40 minutes that is better than other stuff that's in there that they could have switched around. But the stuff that was left in worked for me, so. You should write to Tom. I should. I should. Get him on the blower. (laughs) (laughs) Did you like Riz Ahmed's character? Not overly. This wasn't this wasn't a great villain. I think it worked for the plot. I think he at least had uh, like I understood his motivations, you know, and I didn't agree with them, which usually is the sign of a good villain. If you can kind of understand their motivations and think, "Yeah, I get that," which I personally didn't, but I think they were fairly well realized. I had more empathy for Thanos than this guy. Really? Yeah. I was like, just evil Elon Musk. Can you just piss off? <laughs> but what he's saying is true. We're killing the planet. You're, We've, you're you know. dreadful. Yeah, you're dreadful. <laughs> and I hate people as much as anyone. Yeah. And even I was like, nah, you're not doing it for me, Riz. <laughs> and there's another person I really like. I rate Riz, Riz Ahmed. Yeah. And I was like, nope. I thought it was fine. I thought his kind of shift from- kind of a dick to complete evil killing homeless people was a bit sudden. But I don't know, it worked for me. Like like the shift from I work in pharmaceuticals to I'm gonna go and inhabit space. Yeah. I could see that happening though. Planet Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Probably happen. <laughs> Are Johnson and Johnson still really a thing? Oh, I think so. Yeah, I thought his character was fine. But I, like I said, I liked all the characters. I liked the majority of the dialogue. The only issues I have were with a few little plot holes. Did Sam from Movie Reviews in 20 Qs message you? He did. And did he tell you that he felt the same way I did? He told me he liked it more than he thought he was going to. I don't know if that equated to liked it. Yeah. We had a we had a big old conversation about it and he was on my side. He was like, I don't understand the critics. I, I guess the, the thing I'm seeing is that critics, for some inexplicable reason, hate this film. Audiences are much more in tune with me. It's not inexplicable. It's because it's bad. Tell me what's bad about it then. It is a tonal mess. The dialogue's crap. The action's crap. But what tonally is a mess? It's it's a fun, funny- like, But this a is lot no of it- more tonally a mess than like Deadpool. No, 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 no. A bunch of it wants to be fun. A bunch of it wants to be this struggle with this thing within him that start, clearly did start out as an R-rated film until they're like, no, 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 we need to make this PG. I don't get- I have seen so much talk about the rating for this film. The majority of talk I've seen online is about how, oh, it's a PG film, it should be- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares what it's rated as long as it works? And I think it does work. I there's can- still- there's, Like, there's plenty of violence. There's plenty of language. Like, what would making this R-rated do for the film? I don't need the film to be R-rated. I think the, the obsession that some people have with, oh, let's make this R-rated kind of thing. Like, if you do it well, yeah, it can work and more power to you. You don't need to. What I think this film suffers from is that clearly I think it did start out that way and then there was an adjustment that didn't quite work back to PG. To me, this film, it it felt kind of cheesy, sure. It felt like I was watching Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man for the first time, 
which is still a great movie, but it had that more kind of, you know, how superhero movies used to be before we had things like The Dark Knight. This was a threat. And to me, that was totally fine because that's who Venom is. This isn't, we're not watching Spawn. And when we finally get the new Spawn movie, I hope that is R-rated because that will do justice to the character. But I felt this movie did perfect justice to Venom as he is in the comics, and I thought it was fun. Happy for you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. This was not what I was expecting from this episode. I actually thought we were both going to hate it. So did I. (laughs) (laughs) Be honest. You are a little disappointed in me? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there we go. You got anything else? No, no, I'm done. I think I'm done as well. So, what are you rating it then? Uh, three out of ten, and it's probably fortunate to get that high. Seven out of ten. So, that is a ten out of twenty from us. In terms of our recommendations, it's like it's flip a coin. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly had so much more fun with this movie, not only than I have with any of the DC movies, obviously, but also than I have with half of the Marvel movies. Like, this is better than Ant-Man. This is better than Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Two of the Thor movies. No, nah, don't agree with any of that. I don't understand. And, that's, and that's not saying that those films you listed are good. <laughs> <laughs> like, to me, I think tonally this this worked so much better than half of those movies. I think this was so consistent with its tone. It was just fun the whole way across the board. But see, like, when Tom Hardy first has Venom in him, yeah. there's this full, like, actually physically violent- Reaction going on. Yeah. And then it turns into bro talk. (laughs) What? (laughs) Why can't it be both? Maybe it can be. (laughs) Maybe maybe that could be done well. Because this is really the first time we've had- They've been talking about something like this for so many years now. Ever since comic book movies really started the oversaturation they have, they've been talking about a film- featuring solely a villain. You know, I guess they kind of tested the waters with Suicide Squad, which was awful, but they've been talking about Venom for years, all of the Sinister Six. Obviously, we've got the Joker movie coming up. Do you think this movie, obviously, you didn't like it. Do you think this movie shows that something like that can't work, that you can't do a movie solely focused on a villain? No, one, in my opinion, crap film shouldn't colour an entire genre. Yeah. So, you, you don't think it's the fault that there was no Spider-Man in this film, for example? No, God, no. There was no point in this film where I was going, where's Peter Parker? Yeah. No, I agree with that. And I it mean- has absolutely no bearing on my thoughts about that new Joker film at all. It yeah. shouldn't. It sh- I don't think it should carry any baggage. What do you think we're going to see next from Sony? Because this is the start of Sony's own- Universe. I mean, we've got Into the Spider-Verse coming up, which did you sit through the end credits for this film? I got like halfway through that thing, which I thought was going to be this little look. And then I was like, I've been watching this for like five minutes. Yes. And I wound up just leaving. I did the same thing. I I like the visual style of it. I think it looks really interesting. Totally agree. I think the animation's really cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. But it's, I don't know, it's very strange for a, a shared universe like this to shift styles and things like that. What else does Sony own the rights to still? They sold back Fantastic Four, didn't they? Like, what? Where? Where else do you think they're going with this universe? I don't. I'm. I'm not familiar enough with the amount of properties out there. Yeah. Um. Because who owns who owns Spawn? Like you mentioned that before. Do you know who's got that? I don't know who owns Spawn currently. Because Spawn is created by Todd McFarlane, who also created Venom. 
which is why I linked back to Spawn. And I know that they've been talking about a Spawn film for a long time, but I don't know who's doing it. Pretty low bar to clear there. <laughs> From the original Spawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That film does have John Leguizamo in it, though. So, hooray, because <laughs> I think the world needs more John Leguizamo in it. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's us. What are we getting to next week? Back to space. Yes, back to space. To the moon, Billy. I'm really looking forward to this. I'm a, I think Damien Chazelle has done nothing but good stuff, and I think he's going to be great. Are you excited? I am excited. First man next week. And in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that at wewatchthething.com or at wewatchthething at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all under the handle at wewatchthething. And until next time, go watch Venom. Check it out. Or a good movie. <laughs> See ya. Well, let us know if you think it's good or not. <laughs> Bye. No one is going to understand that reference. No, it's definitely getting cut. (laughs)